What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Forever. Dog. I miss my black family. It's been so long. That's real. Since, I mean, I went. I was home for, um, and thankfully did not get COVID over Christmas this year. But I was just with my immediate family. I haven't been to like a big family gathering in in what feels like like. I don't know, a decade, it feels like. It can't possibly have been that long, but it feels that long. <laughs> Bro, I haven't been to one in forever. I'm actually currently, was while my phone is out, I'm trying to plan one right now. Like, I'm trying to bring my parents and my uncles, yeah. trying to get everybody up to D.C. I'm trying to get to D.C. because we haven't seen everybody in so long, and because of COVID, you know, we've lost some people. Some people have gotten a little bit older. Right. I, yeah. Yo, man, I missed the black cookout, man. Come on, baby. Just the sec the second I know we're gonna talk about the the, the movie proper, but like the second uh Mike Epps pops up and he just starts immediately roasting Martin Lawrence, I was just like, I missed this. Like I missed Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I, <laughs> this hasn't happened. I haven't experienced this in so long. Not that I enjoy when somebody right. really know all the things to to to, to roast me on, but like <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I, it just felt so. I was like, "This, yes, I need this in my life." <laughs> no, it is. It is funny because that's what you get to. Like, I still have a cousin who, for some reason, <laughs> he's trying to Joan, and I'm like, "Bruh, I'm gonna cook you up." And like, he'll send me a random <laughs> message every now and then, and I'm like, and he's like, "Just making sure you're still warm." I'm like, "Yo, bruh, when I see you, <laughs> when I see you." Cook your ass up, boy. <laughs> Damn, man. Like, literally the other day, he sent me a message. He was like, oh, man, I heard you got a new car. Yeah. And he just started going on me. And the car, I was like, yo, who the fuck? Like, just started going. Man. Oh, my God. I was like, I missed that, man. We need to have a cookout out here. Yes. Yeah, let's do that. Can we do, a, like, a, just an L.A. cookout? Actually, you know, that's not a bad idea. I was looking in the buy the grill. Okay. Yeah, you y'all got the yards. I ain't got no yard. Can you cook? Can you grill? Come on, nigga. Don't play me like that, bro. Back in New York, <laughs> back in New York, me and Corey, at one point we had, for some reason, our apartment had a backyard. Oh, James used to live there at yeah. one point. Yeah, no, I remember those. We used to grill every summer, yo. Like, I'm yeah. talking about the charcoal shit. Not that gas grill that made it that easy great. for you. Charcoal, <laughs> oh, baby. No, no. Out here fucking... Yeah. Going, smelling like smoke for three days. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, smelling like, ah, what is that? 
That's what I was talking about, Bray. You okay. know? Okay, yeah. With the wood chips, I put a little smoke wood chip on top of that thing, boy. The thing is, is you want to you wanna season... This sounds weird, but you want to season your meat in advance. <laughs> but the problem is, it doesn't. It, it only sounds sound, weird. It only sounded weird because <laughs> you sounds... said this sounds weird. <laughs> now, come on, man. If I just said you got to season your meat in advance, people would be like, when "Yo, you're bro, talking bro, about you know? when you're talking about a cookout, there's no." Other... Oh my lord! I'm just saying. I just said, "Come on, man." <laughs> so oh my goodness, this guy. I will say, I, I was just back in New York and New York in the summer. I mean, it's so, it's just like, you want a barbecue to be happening. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't yeah, know, yeah. that's that energy. Yeah. Everyone's like out. Like, I mean, and people look good. Let me just say that. Come on, that's man. That's okay. New York, baby. <laughs> okay. That's New York, baby. It's you. You know, you just feeling it. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. smiling, waving, saying, welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. It's pretty great. Are they, are they saying that to you? Like, who are they saying, welcome huh? home, Roscoe? Like, is that... Why oh, would no, they I say just, welcome I home, just, You know, that just, you see everybody. And, you know, people are just more friendly when it's the summertime. Everyone's feeling good. They're, you know, they give you a little nod, you know, a little wave. A little welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. Okay. You so you know somebody you know somebody named hmm? Roscoe Jenkins. Well, I'm from in New York. Scenario, I'm from I don't scenario. know if you know this. I was born <laughs> in New York. So when I come <laughs> back, you know, pe- people rec- they're like, "Wait, this bro- I got wait, luggage in my hand, so but you're like, Roscoe?" <laughs> you wait, wait. Know? So you're Roscoe? I mean, <laughs> is your name Roscoe? My, my name's John. Jenkins my, my, my name my name is in, my name is Jonathan Braylock, but when people see me back in New York and, and I got luggage in my hand and I'm back, yo, they like, "Hey, Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. Lord have mercy, just start the show. I hate Don't even how James, well that worked. James, in the, but in James. the context of this, that he go, he goes back home, and then when mm-hmm. he goes back, that's home, right. James, that shit don't make Roscoe. no sense. James, that shit don't make no sense. <laughs> it don't right. make no sense. All right, they gave him the black stop. Stop. Statue of Liberty is like, hey, welcome home, stop. Roscoe Jenkins. Stop. Yeah, all right. Stop. Cancel. Stop. Cancel this. Stop. No one <laughs> believes this. All right. No one believes you. Yeah. Yeah, let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan, Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. The green beans, Lord, <laughs> and the black eyed peas, Lord, <laughs> and the lovely red velvet cake, the red velvet cake, Lord. It's a blessing I'm... to all of us. <laughs> not, not only did I know you were going to do that when it was happening, <laughs> I was like, James would have nailed this role if he was of the right age at this time. And also, one of my favorite parts in the film, hands down. Yes. It was so funny yes. because it was so. It was also subtle. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like highlighted in a way that a lot of jokes in this movie are. Sometimes, you know what I mean. It was just. It just happened. And then, yeah, very minimal <laughs> reaction. I think maybe one Martin Lawrence reaction shot, and then that was it. And then it was it just kept going. And I was like, that was the funniest part of this movie, hands down. It was so good. I I appreciated it so much. 
just for no reason at all, he is blessed. And it's such a it's such a cookout moment. It's at every cookout. Ah, uh, incredible. Um, hey, welcome everyone. Uh, it's it's the summertime. Okay, it's officially summer. Um, summer, summer, summer time. Can we pay you, for that? Never mind. Me too. Um, you know, I guess we're, just, right. we're already being. Yeah, sued. that's what's gonna we're take already... us down. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, this is a film review podcast. Okay, we review the films mm-hmm. of leading black actors. We talk about them leading in the black actors of race and diversity <laughs> <laughs> in Hollywood. Um, uh, and if, if you're wondering what delightful voice you're listening to now, that sounds like a man who has risen, you you know, in the ring, who, who has made a way for himself, you know, but still doesn't forget where he comes from. That voice, that voice is Jonathan Braylock. So. Yeah, that's, that's what, Jonathan Braylock. That's who that mm-hmm. voice is. Wow. And then the hater wow. voice that you hear right now, <laughs> the one that just constantly is hating, is? You're not going to say it? <laughs> <laughs> See, as you know, this wonderful voice. That, yeah, there you go. Milligan. Nope. 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 You ain't get me, nigga. You ain't get me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. And this voice is James the Third. No, okay. James, you never sound that happy. Yeah, you always sound like sound I, no, I super do. deep. Okay. This is it. This is where I'm at. All right. Uh, today okay. we are reviewing the 2008 film "Welcome Home," Roscoe Jenkins, starring Roscoe. Martin Lawrence, Cedric the Entertainer, Mike Epps, Monique, Michael Clark Duncan. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Yeah. Um, uh, and Nicole Ari Parker. Oh. Wait, did you say rest in peace to James Earl Jones? Wait, is he still alive? <laughs> yeah, I alive. thought he died, too. Yeah. James Earl Jones <laughs> is alive. Michael Clark Duncan. All right. Yeah, he passed away. He just he just did the voice of Vader, as a matter of fact. No, he did it, yeah, though. He I just thought, did it. I thought Hayden no, Christensen he... did it. No. It's, I mean, oh, he was well, Vader, but. Yeah, Hayden was okay. in the suit and James Earl Jones yeah. in the voice. Yeah, I also wonder if they overlapped their voices at times. I mean, probably. There's there's points What's, where it sounds I, like it's I both. I definitely don't want to talk about Obi Wan. Uh, okay, we don't have to. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to. Listen, but James Earl Jones, classic Shredder. Okay, from the animated TMNT TV show. I thought show. that was James Avery. Damn, you're right. I'm I'm super. James Earl Jones is 91 <laughs> years old. That's incredible. Bless that man. Bless that man. Welcome home. Roscoe Jenkins has a Rotten Tomato score of 23%. How dare. How Audience score of 63%. Okay. Also, we got to remember a lot of black people don't go to these sites. Like, most of these reviewers are white boys who got a black friend, you know the types that be like, I got a black friend. That's who be reviewing these shits on Ryan. That's why I don't like Ryan Tomatoes. And be like, you be the yeah. black friend. <laughs> sure, sure. I don't know uh, if Bravely <laughs> agrees with many... that fully. Listen, I don't know listen, if fully. we did a poll, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. if we did a poll, I bet it's going to be a lot of white boys. For sure, for sure. This movie yeah. made $43 million worldwide. It cost $35 million Budget. to make. Damn. Damn, that's tough. Damn, that's tough. 
I yeah. I'll say I will say this. I remember not being interested in this movie when I saw the trailer. <laughs> same. I I, 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 the I same. certainly remember being like, I don't know if I want to see it. You know. Yeah. And then I ended up not seeing it in theaters. I didn't see it until until after. So yeah, oh, I don't think I saw it in theaters. I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think this I did too. I don't... came out in February. I think I did. Did I think uh, okay. I, wait a cookout movie came out in February? God damn, yeah. that's crazy. I think I saw it in theaters. I don't remember. Um, damn, that's all we really need to say about. Oh yeah, so I mean, the plot is actually fairly straightforward. Uh, Doctor R. J. Stevens is a talk show host. Uh, he's about to get married to a reality TV star. Uh, but before he does, he's gonna go back to the deep south and visit his family because his parents are having a 50th year anniversary uh, party. And he goes back and kind of regresses to his childhood self that had spurred him to be so successful in the first place. Um, And has major contentions with his cousin, who was also his arch nemesis, who beat him all the time. And there's a whole backstory there. But um, yeah, Uh, initial thoughts? I'll go. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed this movie. I think I enjoyed it when it came out. I think there's another one of those like best man holidays for me. It's like I think I didn't want to see it, but I ended up seeing it because it was black, and I felt like, well, I gotta support it. And I think I thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed it. Um, you know, was it great? Not necessarily, but I thought it was a lot of funny people in it. Like Monique. Anytime when Monique and Mike Epps, yo. Yeah. When Mike Epps is in a movie. Mike Epps is fucking hilarious to me, yo. Huh? The way he was hitting on um uh what's her name? Are you uh, saying he's not hilarious when he's not in a movie? No, but I'm saying oh, like like good. I've seen him do stand-up and stuff, and the stand-up is good, but when I see him in a film and he's just like letting loose, I'm like, yo, this put this nigga in everything. Um and also everybody knows. I have, I have a weird super love for Martin, so it was great. I, I'm a big fan. Um yeah, I'm a big fan. Also, it's weird because I feel like we always get like this doesn't feel like a this Christmas, but it does feel like this Christmas and like the best man holiday. And I can't, is it just because it's a black, a lot of black people coming home? Ensemble, but it has yeah, that yeah, vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it, yeah, anyway. best, it best man the, like, though yeah. uh, was directed by Malcolm Lee as well. Oh. Yeah. Best, best man holiday. So you might even just be feeling tonal similarities in his uh, style. I gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, uh, yeah, but I liked it. It's great. Um, yeah. yeah. Or you, should I go or should... Yeah. Go ahead. Go. Yeah, after you. Um, yeah, I mean, I... Uh, you know, I'll be honest for a second. I I miss you. I was like, oh, I was really excited. And then I remember that I think the film I was excited for was Johnson Family Vacation, which also has Cedric the Entertainer and Vanessa Williams in it. Um, yeah. But it's a different movie. Uh, the one with um, Bow Wow. Yeah, and Bow Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I do remember this movie. I definitely have seen it before. Uh, I feel the same probably rewatching it the first time, which was like, there's some fun jokes. It's like, it's it's nice, but not my favorite. Uh, I think watching it this time, I was kind of like, I'm interested to talk about the end because I'm like, there's a part of me that's like, I feel confused about the message of the film fully. Um mm-hmm. Not, not. I, I guess I, I feel confused about the family dynamic. I should say, 
Mm. Uh, and they kind of touch on it a little bit, but like some, some there's a part of me that was like, wait, what? Anyway, but um, that said, uh, a lot of great performances in this. I feel like, yeah, Mike Epps and Monique kind of are like steal the show a lot. Um, uh, though I really enjoyed jo- Joy uh, Bryant, who played his uh, like reality star fiance. She uh, was great. Bianca. She's I thought great. she was yeah. really great. I don't know her that I don't know her career that well. I'm looking it up right now. She she was just on a show called um, For Life, and she was freaking fantastic. She was yeah. Great. I think Which I most know her ballers? from Parenthood. For life. I knew her from For Life. Oh, For Life. She was in Ballers? Apparently she was in Ballers. Uh, somebody named Jada Crawford. Six episodes. Oh, wow. Who did she... Did she date The Rock? I don't know. The Rock dated mad blonde white women on that show. I feel like she might have came through and was like, wait, what? She was... The, her, her IMDb known for is Bob, the movie Bobby, the movie Honey, Antoine Fisher... Oh. Oh, yeah, and get rich or die trying. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, she did a movie with Denzel too, I think. Huh. These movies are always—it's always fun to have these kind of films that like re that like capture a black experience, like a like going home for you know a family vacation that involves a cookout and just like being there and and you know that's just like regressing when you go back home and all that stuff. So like that was fun. Um, but yeah, it's it's also slightly dated, and comedies are da- comedies sometimes feel dated, you know. It's just that it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's all I gotta say. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to a hundred dollars per day. Oh, up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. 
like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Yeah, thank you for saying the dated part, because I would have fully forgotten that. There's certainly some some those moments that you're just sort of like, well... I can't laugh at this anymore. You know, like certainly like mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. this was all over. This was all over movies before, you know, moments like that. I had a, I had a great time. This is one of those this is one of those movies that um I was just talking to somebody to today about about it like that I I always forget that I've seen it almost every time I I watch it and then I watch it and I go, "No, I remember all of all, <laughs> like I've seen this movie probably multiple times." Um it's a lot of fun. I think it's I think it's uh well made. I enjoy um uh like I was saying in the in the cold open like it really it really just feels familiar and um like it really captures that like family energy in a nice way. Um I too have some questions about about like the family dynamics by the end like like it does sort of seem like we're tracking one thing and then it something else starts to become a little bit more important i don't know i think we'll we'll, we'll talk about it when we get into it but uh, um in a way that's a little confusing i loved joy's character i loved her character like i thought they did a great job of like writing someone who who like was yeah. not just a two-dimensional yeah. like it was reality show like yeah, yeah like yeah, super and close. we we knew what she what she wanted and like and and like and it was yeah it just there was there was a little bit more depth to it than just like i'm you know a mindless did she hook up with reggie in this or did i keep, I, did I keep making that they, scene they must have they must have there is no right? scene there is no, no scene, scene. Okay, okay but, but they like, don't but, oh i don't why did i keep thinking that sorry because okay. she gives him that look there's a point where she gives him a look oh, yeah. and she's doing the stretching right they hint yeah, at it and then, but yeah yeah and the, but it doesn't nothing ever comes of it and so either it's a deleted scene <laughs> or that or it, it just doesn't happen but um i do kind yeah. of like that they don't and also Same. it makes it more complicated it makes the end a little more complicated because yeah. she's not all the way bad you know <laughs> She, she may have she was yeah no 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 you're right like to me it's like she wasn't she had a clear goal and the thing is like he wanted her for a certain reason and then after yeah. a while i was like i don't think i want this so that's like not yeah. on her not fully on her and like yeah and like where her you know i mean she wasn't really a parent yet where her like the way that she treated the son not exactly the the right way to treat a, uh, a child yeah, 
but you know what also isn't right way to treat your child like be- beating them so uh, yeah. it's like one thing to be like I, it's just like kind of being like i like just like okay you have people who are judging her for telling this kid like hey like don't quit like keep going don't like win winning is important and and then being like he's just a kid like let them have fun but then you know other yeah. scenes where they're like oh i i i, I tase my ch-. i mean i know that was like a, yeah. a joke scene at the end but it's still it was just like uh it doesn't compute but anyway whatever uh anywho yeah. but yeah let's uh let's get into it i mean this movie starts uh uh with the beautiful montage of him yeah it's like the montage of his life uh he's he's a he's a talk show host he's very much in the realm of like uh 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 montel williams you know this is great when he's just doing the the uh young jock is going down uh dance it's it's so funny he's like dr phil yeah yeah, more like though, but more like I guess Doctor Phil maybe is getting more sensational now. But like this was like Maury, you know, oh, yeah. J- Jerry Jerry Springer, like the like, you know, I feel like Montel Williams kind of did did that too, right? Didn't I he? don't even remember. I just remember I, the thing is I remember Montel. Yeah, I think because it's weird because like he definitely had like an empowering thing, but it was still trashy at times. It was still trashy so was at like, times. Yeah. I think that so was yeah, probably right. the yeah. Montel probably was it. That yeah, was Montel probably was the closest it. you know to it. Um, and uh, yeah, so he has his daytime. He's a successful daytime talk show host. Uh, she's the winner of uh, one of the seasons of Survivor, um, and they're 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 getting married, and it's like a power. Uh, Hollywood power couple, you know, um, and he has a book. Oh, he has a best-selling book called the uh, The Book of Me. Uh, yeah, because that's yeah. his whole thing. It's the power of you. Oh, power of me. The power of you. Power of me. Yeah. Power of me. Power of me. Um, Which is kind of a cool thing to think about. Is like you know having faith in yourself. You know, it's like you can do it. I can do it. We can do it. Yay. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's very much like uh. It's very much like those, you know, uh, self-help kind of things. Uh, And, you know, ripe to be criticized. So that's what we get. I mean, we kind of see he's a a fairly good dad, but also is really busy. I like that we see him at the soccer game. And he's there. And he's caring. He's not, like, busy or looking away. He's there. Uh, But then also... You know, his son's like, I wish you I wish you could come to more of these. Um, yeah. So to show that, like, he's not always there. Um, and they're going to have this wedding, but he gets a call or he gets a call from his parents and they're like, we have a 50th year anniversary coming up. We want to invite you. He doesn't really want to go. The fiance kind of talks him into it, doesn't she? Yeah, she wants to go because she she basically was like, um, at one point, you know, she spins in and is like, yeah, if we do go, at least it could be this kind of like really good PR thing. Like, you know, the, the right. city, he goes back home to the country and he's like, okay, yeah. And yeah, she, this is the thing. They set her up to be a villain. And the whole time I'm like, she does certain things, especially at the beginning until she gets kind of jealous that to me seems super chill. Like when he has like his all white outfit, she encourages him. 
when he has to put on like the really geeky pants, and she she's like, mm. like I don't know. I feel like she she's does the very she sup- Here's the thing. I can understand disagreeing with the type of person that she is, but he met her like the person she was. Right? She wasn't. Mm-hmm. He She wasn't being fake. She was genuinely who she was was all the time. She cares about winning. She cares about appearances. She cares about you know the fame and all that stuff. But she was also supporting him, and she's competitive. Yep. But she was supportive to him the whole way, even especially mm-hmm. by the end. And yeah. I think that. That is what I really want to talk about because, like, she stands up for him, you know, Multiple, in a way that his family never was. His family literally never stood up for him. The whole movie, she's defending him. Like when he get when he's getting like bullied, she's like, "You can do it." When she is, li- and again, I understand. Okay, this is the thing I don't like. And Bray, I, I feel like you're a sports fan, so you might get this. I feel like sometimes people vilify folks who are competitive and like who want to be the best and i'm like it bothers me in a way where i'm like yo i'm not saying like death to that person but if you're like you should like i don't know who wants to play a game and not beat the person like what's the point of being competitive in a thing what's the point of being like great is her thing was like hey man i know how to be competitive you seem like you've been shat on your whole life because you told me it and i'm seeing it happen so I'm going to help you will your way to like at least showing good face in front of your family. And I felt like I forget like did that girl dirty this whole movie, and I don't think it was justified. And it bothered me too, where it was this other trope of like, you know, she's the villain, and then Nicole Ari Parker comes in and she's like the ideal perfect woman. I was like, man, what the fuck? I was so annoyed. She made a nigga eat cake. He's trying to be healthy. He ain't want eat that cake, okay? He ain't want eat that cake, Bray. Man, get joy, man. It's fine for us all. It is fine for him to eat cake. Here's the thing is that she's pushing him to have this sort of diet, and it's hard for him, but he also seems to have benefited Better from skin. it and enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Yes, feels and, younger. And she's just trying to keep him to the diet, and, like, he's like, oh, like, even though, even when he eats the thing, eats the, eats the ribs, eats the cake, she's like, kind of upset but she's not she doesn't give up on him she's not like i'm if you eat one more rib i'm leaving you she's not that superficial you no. know she's just at no point she's just like what do you do you you know you're supposed to be on this diet you're not supposed to eat that he he said to um louis ck yeah man the only bad part about this is like whatever the joke was but he genuinely felt better looked better from being vegan it's like bruh i think we're just saying you know like i don't like how they dogs my girl joy all right the whole time when she came in with the dog first off she was looking fly when she came on she's like i want to look good for your family who don't want to look good when you meet your partner's family she came with a little dog she chuckled fucking uh what is it <laughs> uh what's we call a jump right on her you know like come on man the girl just trying they listen, did her dirty dog i'm sorry listen especially because she says that line he's like he's like i'm trying to live and, and she's like yeah, exactly. So, like, drink this beet juice. Like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't drink this beet juice, you're about to be dead. Like, she's trying to save him. Right. <laughs> yeah, this movie had a lot. So, like, a lot of the jokes. What well, was interesting? It was. The first joke is like an airline joke. Like, they go, they're there. 
he his bag isn't fitting uh, in the in the storage above they're like we'll check it he's like no i have i've had bad experiences okay we'll put it in the you know pilot's closet and he's like okay and it's like funny like he like looks in there and then leaves and then comes back and looks again and then they're like we lost your luggage and i'm like how that's I know it's like that's How? the joke, but I also am mad that uh, I'm like, but he doesn't he doesn't walk off the plane and wait for the luggage. You know what I mean? <laughs> it don't make sense. <laughs> he goes to the closet and he opens up the closet. You know, I want them to at least be, you know, he goes to open up the closet and they're like, we actually checked it, and he's like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we didn't put it in here. We checked it, and, and now it's lost. It's like, <laughs> screw you guys. Uh, but okay, yeah, whatever. We get the lost luggage joke. You know, classic. He the pants that he gets are too tight, you know, and they look we they look silly. Um, so we get a couple of metrosexual jokes, you know. That was a big word back then. Back in the actually, that was a big word for oh, yeah. like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, from like two thousand one to two thousand nine. <laughs> yeah, this was the end of it. Um, I do like that. I do like when she's like, uh, he's like these pants are too tight. She's like. Yeah, but it makes you look like you're you're packing heat. And he's like, oh. And then he looks at himself in the mirror, and he's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I, but it's something about that that made like it made him feel good. It's like I that's don't what I'm know, saying. Man. He I, always yeah, made yeah. it. Yeah, she's always supporting him. It's like man, fucking bullshit. It is. Like, she's always. She, she is. is. She and they, is. And they dog her the whole time, and it's like it's just every... very funny that that is a reality. And but the, but the movie made it out to be like this woman's evil. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I said it's confusing. It's weird. It's like they gave they made her character so dimensional that it actually made you go, well, I don't, I can't hate this. Also, his family is not great. <laughs> His family is very mean to him for no yeah, reason. The one, the one thing is like, is like, actors will play your your family because they are so mean to him, but like, not to the point that he that he actually needs to like fully erase them from his life. But that only comes up in the last three minutes of their of her time on screen. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. like that's but that, that's the only thing that I was like, yeah, I mean. That would be a a problem given like that these people they don't like they don't hate him <laughs> you know they're not like they're not treating him that that poorly. I mean they bully him constantly. They're just they're constantly bullying yeah. him. <laughs> James is like that's not that bad, is it? <laughs> constantly well, being bullied by. Remember, your I said the second Mike Epps came out and started and started roasting him, I was like, man, I missed this. <laughs> so, <laughs> Maybe, what's that what's that thing called when you when Stockholm you, syndrome when, Stockholm yeah maybe that's my family upbringing so you open Google Chrome on your phone you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working but the site you tapped on seems pretty shady and Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk oh no he's coming your way it's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. 
Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Yeah, it's funny because I was thinking about like, but what they were doing was excessive because he had nobody on his side, I felt like. Excessive. And that was kind of tough. And we might as well get into it. We might as well skip around. Like, I will say, I, I won't say his name because I think he listens to the podcast. I have a cousin just like Reggie. Okay. Every one of your name. cousins that listen to the podcast. Well, he knows. Well, who oh, he is. will know. Okay. <laughs> or maybe he won't. Maybe he won't because I got a lot of cousins. But I have no a cousin. Way. He certainly knows. <laughs> I, got, I got a couple. You know what it is? I have a couple black male cousins all in their 20s. So all these niggas are like, which one of us is Reggie? But I think deep down, we all know who Reggie is. Like, <laughs> Reggie and his wife are just like, nigga, just like, um, oh, I mean, Mike Epps and his white girl. I mean, like, <laughs> nigga, I can't even, I can't even describe it. So when I saw Mike Epps, I was like, yo, I know this nigga Reggie, okay? I don't even yeah. like the name Reggie now because Reggie sound like a sneaky ass nigga name. <laughs> like Reggie's on the list with Leroy and Roscoe. I don't trust Roscoe's, okay? My granddad named Leroy. I was like, granddad, your name is untrustworthy, okay? Your name? <laughs> His name is untrustworthy. Uh, so what is like, it about the name? What, what is it about the name that that Leroy that sounds like a nigga who's about to swindle you out of money? That's yes, what it what sounds about like. Leroy, what about that? Like what if it's no, no, about I how I ain't met no Leroy. Leroy. That's how I know. That's why I don't trust that. And then Reggie sound like a dude that's just like in this movie. Well, let me check my pockets real quick. But what about, Hold on. But what about, oh my God, that killed me. Every time. Hold on. When, when he first, when he first <laughs> hugs him and, and, and Martin is just checking every, he keeps checking his I ears. I love it. <laughs> that was so funny. Yo, Martin was selling these jokes, dog. Hey, this nigga is a pocket. legend. Yo, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> also, what is it? This nigga, this nigga was like, "Hey man, I came to get some, came to get some. What was it water or ice? ice. And it was three hundred dollars. Gotta get ice the ice. I need three hundred dollars. <laughs> Gotta get ice for the for the barbecue. He's like three 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 hundred. You think I'm stupid? She's like, we're just giving three hundred dollars. Like three hundred dollars. I know that nigga. I know him for oh, ice. Listen. I'm going to tell y'all something right now. And this may give it away. I don't give a shit. I had a cousin who tried to swindle me out of like 200 one time. And I was like, nigga, what? I came back home. The Netflix show had come out. So niggas thought we got paid. And I was like, y'all niggas don't know. Netflix don't give us no fucking money. And they was like, hey, drive back. It's a shame. And People like, thought we got paid. Niggas ordered shit. And I went to go pick it up because I ain't been home. But niggas ain't paid for it yet. So they ordered a bunch <laughs> of food for like 20 something people. But they hadn't paid for the jump. I'm like driving and I'm like, oh, y'all niggas think I'm about to two hundred like two hundred dollars for all these niggas to eat? I only know ten. <laughs> it's 15 extra niggas here. And y'all want me to pay for them? Bray, 15 niggas I don't know. I met them that day. Y'all want me to pay for that's, these? Fuck out. At here. least, at least that's at least you know what that is and how much money it is. Right. You, you know, that's not three hundred dollars for ice. Like you don't know what <laughs> you don't even know what how does he even get there? <laughs> yeah, what yeah, he's just taking money. Um, we get then we see he, he, Michael Clark Duncan is his is his brother older. I can't Yo, tell Michael him. Clark Duncan in this yeah. R.I.P. He's so yeah. funny. 
He's so he's great he's in this. So funny. He just you you know exactly who he is the second he walks up, and he doesn't let up the rest of the movie. He's just like a down home. You just like you you. <laughs> he's big as hell. <laughs> he's pro- loves his life. Like I was just like, yes, I love this. Love this character. Yo, it's so funny. Um, he's so massive in this movie. At one point, he like even if it was nothing in it, but at one point he's chasing uh, Martin with like yeah, with the bag, yeah, <laughs> like a the huge bag. bag of dirt. And he's just <laughs> yelling about how fast he is as he's like gaining. <laughs> yeah, I, I love their dynamic though because like Martin would would keep thinking that he could step to him because they brothers. And so he would just feel like he needed to say something no matter what. For as, for, and Michael Clark Duncan easily had a foot on him, right? Like easily a foot on foot him. And a half. And a foot and a half. And 180 and just, pounds. Yeah. And yeah, he has 180 pounds on him. On Wild. him. <laughs> it's so funny. I freaking loved I mean, it was it was so many good interactions. I think like that the whole relationship with James Earl Jones was so interesting to me because yeah. I don't know because it felt okay. This is the one relationship I felt really weird about because I guess yes. we're supposed to assume that James Earl Jones was upset that Martin changed his name, but right. what it seemed like is that at least from the flashbacks and how Martin talked about it and. Honestly, quite frankly, how everyone talked about it, it didn't seem like he was ever super kind to Martin even before the yeah, name change. Correct. So it's yeah. like, I, I was having a tough time because it was like, oh yeah, man, you changed your name and like you don't want to be us. I'm like, yeah, because all these flashbacks, you never was on his side. Like, why the fuck would I? Want? Correct. So that was weird. That was the relationship that I was like, this is so weird. And at the end, did they but did they truly get an understanding? Of each that other? was the thing. It was it was a little too weak for me. There was a moment yeah. where. James Earl, when he leaves, I mean, this is skipping all the way to the end, but whatever. Uh, when he leaves and and the mom is saying goodbye, but, but the dad is upstairs looking out the window. And then, you know, she talks to him about it later. And he's like, well, he made his choice. And she's like, well, it's not like you, you, for, you didn't, you made it for him almost. Or, or like you let, yeah. left him yeah. no choice or something like that. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, she just wants, you know, you to be his father. Like, something like that. And then we get the moment at the end, but I didn't really clock a real apology. No, <laughs> no at uh, no point. No, no. And I was like, uh, I need a real apology from the from the dad. You yeah. know? Otherwise, I, what's, what's he saying? You know? Like, he's... He, <laughs> He's the reason that he did all this is because he just never got the approval from his father that he was looking for. And he and his dad never supported him. It's, I can understand if his dad was supportive to him at some point and then he went away and did this whole, whole thing because he was ashamed to be from the country or whatever that. But it's, it was seemed more like he was just always just trying to prove himself. It was like he wanted to make a name for himself so his dad would be proud and then that his dad was still not proud of him, you know? if not an apology, at least him being like, I am proud of you, son. Like, you know. Right. Like we did get him yeah. saying like, oh, our family. Like he has some line, <laughs> he has some like general line about how, look at yeah. our group of people. And it's, but it's not, it's, yeah, it's not Nats, a specific like reconciling. Yeah. 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 Super weak. 
Mike Epps, his cousin, is dogging him. You know, his big brother is dogging him a little bit too. Not like heavily, but a little bit. Um, even though Martin Lawrence kind of like invites it on himself too. He makes starts making fun yeah. of his kids for no reason, you know. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um <laughs> a few fat jokes in in this. Uh I mean, oh, because of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> So many with them kids. Yeah, I'm literally, w- literally I'm when sorry. the when the kids I didn't come mean to laugh, show up. Damn. Well, but the but the but it's wild how long that goes on because the bit is just Martin going, "There's some big ass kids. Them some big ass kids." It's just him saying, "What are you feeding just, them? Steroids?" I, I Yo, and, and how he it. shoots them. They shoot him, so he's like looking up at the kids, even though they kids, and it's like, yo. But I couldn't, I couldn't believe that for the most part, it was just him saying them some big ass kids. Like it wasn't even, it wasn't even artfully trying to, like he just kept calling them big ass kids. What is that? It went on for so long. It It was was awkward. Wow. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, I, I will say there are moments. Okay. I will say this. I did like seeing like the black family come together, but it's so funny because all these movies, there's always a scene of like everyone preparing food in the kitchen. And I just keep thinking, like, I don't know why, man. I'm just like, man, all these black ensemble films, I'm like, has there ever been a different type? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like when has there been one where in the like, kitchen? Yeah, like not a like family reunion or like a, a holiday one. But maybe that's how the white people ones are too. I just don't notice it. Like, I don't know. Some something about seeing them in the kitchen and like hear Monique talk and like everything felt so familiar um, yeah in a way it's like that... white white women drinking wine at a restaurant yeah yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> or like even or even like I don't this isn't uh, this isn't as constant as the as the preparing the meal scenes but like the like scene at the barbershop and I feel I I feel like the reason that these are 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 such staples is because it's it's like it's something to 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 latch onto that's like i just this is not in a movie like where black people are side characters and so it's just like yeah we gotta have the scene where they're preparing the food so people so they know you know like it's literally just like a like poof like a we gotta we gotta show this you know (laughs) like we we, i'm tired of not seeing black eyed peas in the in the other movies you know we gotta show the yeah i mean it's very familiar just in in a way that's Mm -hmm. like that's that is more prideful and less like this is the only thing we can get made it's it's like it's a it's more like a yeah we have to show this kind of right i think i mean that could just be me putting that on that but i think that it's that it's more coming from from that pov yeah it's also a great opportunity to get all the different character dynamics so we see like Monique's character, like <laughs> she goes to prisons as like as like she's somebody there for the church, but she's like having conjugal visits with prisoners there. Uh she's very extra. She uh Yo, her she and keeps calling she keeps calling Bianca a different, a different name. name. <laughs> Every, but not as if, <laughs> as if Bianca <laughs> is a hard name, a hard name to say. She's like, What's that? Look. Luanka, Blanca, Blanca. It's so rude. It's so rude. <laughs> and she did it so. This this was a, a when th- that Constant. first scene 
It's so, and it's just, it, but it just rolls off. The, it never feels forced. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the delivery is so natural. Just every time the name comes out, it's a wrong name. It's, it's a so name. good. It's, it's so uh, good. <laughs> I love that. I love that Joy. Uh, what's her character's name? Um, oh, whatever. Um, I love that she like spit out the tea. It was like, oh. Oh my God! Yo, this is gonna give yo. you diabetes. <laughs> yeah. Yo, have you ever had a sweet tea so sweet you were like, yo? I I remember I remember if I if I go out to visit my parents, we go to some. I guess I can't say the restaurant. We go to some restaurant, and I'm like, yo, can you make this a sugar free tea and put it half and give me a cup of water? Because it's so <laughs> you gotta cut that shit. I'm like, I gotta just keep yeah. cutting cutting the diabetes out of this goddamn tea. <laughs> Lord have mercy. It really is. There are those moments where you're just like, this is syrup. Like, this is like, I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm <laughs> drinking a syrup. <laughs> it's in my arteries. It's well, in my, you take a sip, it's instantly in your arteries. But I be feeling bad because I be feeling, because my, my family always used to make fun of me because I was from the city. And now I feel like I've gotten so city. So, like, when it comes to the sweet teas and, like, the dinners and it'd be, like, fried food, I'm like, yo, I, like, I can't handle this. I can't handle it, the mac and it, cheese with five cheeses and a little bit of sugar in that junk. I'm like, why is the sugar in the mac and cheese? Even though I know it, it tastes, there's, God. It makes me sad. I'm, I'm there with you, Gerard. It makes me sad. Like, it, like <laughs> things that used to just be a full on, just I would eat this all the time. <laughs> now it's like, oh, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of like, whew, I can't do as much. I can't, do, yeah. I can't get the full plate. Gotta get always the smaller get the, plate. Always get, get the, the smaller plate. What you what you eat now, huh? Last time you was here, you ain't eat this, this, and this. I mean, this is what we got. This this ham hawking the greens. Like I know you over here trying not to eat the. Like I was like, nigga, what I you always, eat now is so. That's such a loaded. What you eat it, now is what you such eat a now. Loaded question. And they look you dead in your face. Like, what, go ahead, say something. I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh, Lord have mercy. <sighs> I just care a little bit, like maybe once or twice a year. <laughs> uh, what you eat now? Lord have mercy, man. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun. And you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. And at a certain point, Cedric gets in, you know, he has a, what is it, Clyde? He has an Escalade dealerships, multiple, three. He is the same dude from the family reunion. Was this a spinoff? Was the movie you thinking about, Bray? Was it a spinoff of this movie? It's not. I don't think so. But that's why it's so funny. It's like feels very similar character. But um, he is uh, he's great. I mean, he comes in and he has uh Martin Lawrence Roscoe's uh old sweetheart, high school or not really a sweetheart, uh, the the girl that he always liked but never got a chance to ask out because we learned this backstory that. One the one time Roscoe Jenkins beat Clyde. Clyde? Is that what I say? Clyde. Yeah. Yep. Clyde. Clyde, yeah. 
in a uh, the one and only time you ever beat him was at the at the annual Roscoe Jenkins uh, uh, obstacle course, and they had made a bet that the winner got to ask out uh, uh, Nicole's character Lucinda, and uh, Roscoe Jenkins won, but Clyde beat him to the punch and asked Lucinda out first, and that meant that he could never ever date her ever again <laughs> so the weird. one that got away <laughs> so weird uh there's Even, a point uh, in time where bianca's like you're doing all this for a freaking high school sweetheart like get a grip and i literally was like she's correct <laughs> yes <laughs> she's absolutely yes. right this is yeah. insane you're a ch- you're acting like a child because you're back in your family home you don't need to get the girl that you pine for in high school. That's not going to make you <laughs> complete the hole in your life. Also, uh, it didn't even seem like they they didn't. I think they didn't do a good job of making her seem better. Like, I, it is. I mean, she for, seemed sweet. She was sweet. And she was like, and she kept being like, I'm not with Clyde. But it was like, but what does that mean exactly? Like, but but also the one who encouraged him the most, even though it was in an aggressive way was his fiance like the person yeah. who literally had his back nonstop, who encouraged every outfit who wanted to make him like eat healthier be better like was the fiance so when i'm watching this movie i'm like yeah she's kind of aggressive but like she only gets more aggressive because he keeps focusing on this other woman the whole time like yeah. if i go if i go to my partner's home and like she starts obsessing over the dude from high school what the fuck am I? Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, what? she's a hundred percent in the right, it, 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 completely in the right, and like it wasn't like it wasn't like everybody else saw it too. It wasn't like you know yeah. she was making something up. Literally, the entire family. His dad at one point is like, "What are you doing with Lucinda? You, you're, you're so you're saying you're gonna get married? Like that's a serious commitment. You know, <laughs> you need to stop messing around with Lucinda." <laughs> And he's like, I'm not, Dad. And it's like, he is. Like, yes, you, you, yes, you, you are. are. <laughs> you are. Yes, you are. And it's like, and, it's hard because... Oh, go ahead. oh, I was going to say, it's it's and it feels like the only reason you are is because you felt feel like Clyde is getting one up on you. It, it, doesn't, yeah. it barely feels like you actually even care about Lucinda because you don't even know her. You haven't known yeah. her for, what, 20 years now or whatever it is, what, however long it's been? Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And he even like, especially when they're playing, uh, when they're playing, di- when they're doing guys and, um, and he's like, she's feeling a brother. You're just like, okay, but you're <laughs> about to get married. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, None but- of it makes sense. <laughs> None of it makes sense. It is like, why? Like, why? I don't, guys just you know it's just like the fun of it but it's like it is one of those things where you go okay but it's you know i don't know can we explore what we're (laughs) this like very um kind of i don't know uh cookie cutter plot you know i mean whatever maybe we're asking too much maybe well but 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 not only does he not know her because it's been 20 years but they also never dated so never like dated. essentially she was just he never knew her this like 
attractive girl he pined after de- yeah. girl mm-hmm. that he, yeah and then and now <laughs> he like he he might not he arguably didn't know her then like what for like, as and for as much of a character as Bianca is Lucinda is not a character at all because we have yeah no clue why we we don't know we don't real I mean she apparently like had the the backstory that we get is that she was either married or engaged and like that and oh yeah she married too early is what she said she married too early and so now she's back and clyde is quote-unquote nice and she's like keeps saying she's not with him but she came to this family reunion with him mm-hmm. doesn't seem like she whatever anyway whatever and it's like what's your deal and why do you like rj why do you like R- roscoe Hey, look. Why? Why do you like him? And he has a fiance. So why are you flirting with him at all? What's going on for her? What's going on? (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm like, what? Who? Who are you? You don't seem like a great person. When Bianca steps to her, she had every right to step to her. Yes. Yo, you are not going home to meet. And this is my thing. I think the the hella disrespectful thing is. All of the family is hyping up the other girls. So, of course, Bianca's going to be like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. like what, what is happening? Because to me, it's like they paint her as this evil person. But, like, the whole time she's been, she has been disrespected this entire trip by everybody. Everybody. Man. And I will say this, too. They go back, like, especially Roscoe, he goes at it with everybody. But they're going at it with him. And presumably they're going at it with him first. And he's usually like responding or whatever. He's like, he's getting riled up. But it always seems like when they go at him, it's just like, that's what we do. We're family. But when he goes back at them, they're like, that's too far. And it's like, well, why is that too far? And then I was like, because Bianca didn't, it wasn't like Bianca came and was like, your family's gross and blah, blah, blah. She wasn't like trash talking them. Yeah. She didn't like exactly. the ice. She didn't yeah. like the sweet tea because it was too sweet. And she was like, this is unhealthy for you. And that's pretty much the worst thing that she said. They're making fun of her constantly and disrespecting her. And then when she stands up for herself and for Roscoe, that's a bad thing. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. She, she, they, they give her, they give her that, that one moment to be like, leave your son, you know, like that one, right. they give her that, one, they give her that moment to try to like, to try to like build the this race. up. But she, right. she's like, been during the race. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like, we're like, oh, okay. All right. She doesn't fit, you know? Um, uh, but she's giving me very, like, this is very like in, uh, uh, in Twister, the, the relationship between Bill Pullman and, and, and Jamie Gertz, like that, like, uh, that relationship, it's the same thing. I don't remember thing. that, James. I don't remember that. It's just, it, no, it's just she's the 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 woman who he's supposed to marry is just a particular uh, therapist woman, uh, uh, and 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 they're just like he needs to be with Helen Hunt, and you're like, I guess, why? but but there's no, but but there's no, but there is nothing in that right. script that says that that they need to break up. It's just like what the movie wanted, and this to say it's the same vibes, the same vibes. Wow. Yeah. The other thing is like he he messed up with his son in that moment for sure. Like he was trying to help him, and then he was like, "Oh, I want to win this race." So messed up. One, everybody was encouraging it. 
No, not one person was like, you're two grown men. Don't freaking do an obstacle course. That's pathetic. You're both pathetic for even <laughs> doing it. Not only does the dad go, okay, you guys want to do it. You do, you do the obstacle. Let them do an obstacle course that essentially only kids do. And there are two adults <laughs> doing it with a bunch of kids, which is like, again, why are you letting them? And everybody else is like hyping them up, you know? And I'm just like, so you guys are all enablers. And then when they go and do it hardcore, you look at them like, what are you? And they're not even looking at them. They're looking at Roscoe. <laughs> they're like, mm-hmm. what? And he, and he rightfully, again, rightfully says like, oh, so I get in trouble, but Clyde doesn't? It's, it is true. I'm like, yeah, Clyde is just as bad of a participant. He's also throwing children around. And yeah. you guys don't say anything to him. It's weird. And I do what I did kind of like, even though I thought it could have gone way further. I like the small moment that Cedric has where he goes over and he's like, hey, man, yeah. I, I never wanted to like replace you. I could never replace you. I just want I was trying to fit in. And there is a reframing and contextualizing that you could have done. Mm-hmm. You, I, I think you could have went further. It could have been like, look, man. The reality is like I wasn't I wasn't thinking about you. I like I lost my parents. I didn't have a family. I wanted oh to Oh my gosh. You yeah. know what I mean? I was just trying to I'm, make I was trying to make myself feel better. I didn't mean to put you down in the process. That was my bad. And also like, look, dude, you have a you have a son. You have a fi- a beautiful fiance. You have an amazing job. Like your life is great. Like I don't even have a partner. I don't have you know what I mean? Like he he could have been what like you're saying is the movie needed some heart. It would have given it more well, heart. Not, not like the only movie that. Just kind of like it lightly dusts it. And it's like, no, no, no. We need to go deep into this. <laughs> go ahead, Gene. But not only that is like the, now this family's terrible. The Jenkins are terrible. Because because not only that, but the second the cracks start happening in Cedric and he's like crying at the <laughs> he's crying at the event, the whole family is like, ugh. It's like, it's like, oh, hold on. Maybe this isn't now. I'm like, now it's I'm a like, problematic oh, family. family. No, it's a that's bad what I'm family. Saying. <laughs> it's a bad family. And that's the thing. That's my whole thing is that the dad and the dad is the is the head of that, where yeah. he's like not and it he, just trickles he's like, he's down. The, he and it trickles down. It's like two children aren't gonna compete that viciously for a father's wow. love who's giving it freely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, you know I, I didn't mean? put I didn't put that together with the with the like because he does he does like he's like he he goes for that handshake you know and like and then and then the next scene that we really have from him is him crying at the thing and they just wow wow terrible because you know what it is it makes and we could be put into I, like I will say this I understand it's just a comedy whatever but it's also it was so many famous white people in it and to me one of these movies makes it makes me question like what are we saying about black families like what are we like what are we saying here um and i don't know i genuinely don't this is my thing that and i i agree i don't know what we're saying either because it would be one thing if the if the movie didn't try to have any kind of if it was just like this is a pure comedy we don't care about lessons or morals or anything but it's not doing that because it does try to have a lesson and a moral at the end. He leaves his fiance in dramatic fashion. Uh, he calls her. Yeah, throws bitch. all of her, throws all of her suitcases on the street. What throws she all her suitcases on the street. And she's done all nothing. Calls her <laughs> B-I-T-C-H to her face. I was like, yeah. I was like, she didn't deserve this. Like, be- why? Yeah. Because, she, because she was like, you shouldn't see your family again. Again, 
It would be one these, thing why would if you he loved his niggas? family and she just kept making fun of them. She was saying, like, this family is treating you horribly. It's treating us horribly. We don't need them. Listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to tell you this right now, okay? I'm going to stamp it on the podcast. When I get my money, there are going to be niggas in my family I don't see, okay? I'm like, I'm going to change my phone number. I'm going to come. Like, they're just, I, like, I'm real. Like, I know, I know the niggas is going to come asking for shit. I'm be like, nigga, I don't. Who, who is this? Who is this? And you know, it's nothing wrong with that. Because this is my thing. And this is the philosophy I've always had. Because this lets you know. Friends, you get to pick. Okay? So if you have asshole friends, you know what happens? You don't talk to these niggas anymore. But when it's family, I got to deal with you. Because we family. I got to love you. No, I don't. No, I don't. Okay? <laughs> you were shitty. I don't. I ain't got to do this. It's like, you know what? I don't care if I was born to the place where you was born. It's cool, nigga. I don't got to see you. I'm going to see the... She was right, okay? And the thing I hate about this is this beautiful black woman has came through the trenches. You even hear a little bit of her backstory where she grew up and, like, how she didn't have this, how she didn't have that. And, like, she fought her way on fucking Survivor where there's, even today, very few black women who've won that joint. It's been around for, like, fucking 100 years. And she did it. <laughs> she encouraging yeah, this yeah. nigga with his Capri pants on. But yet, he go with the, the light-skinned girl who don't Encourage shit in him. I did like, no from point. a writing standpoint, I did like how Survivor oh. bled into her life in that way. I did think that that was I love was it too. Like, she I, was like, I this like alliance the... is over. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love All the first day. Yeah, I like looking at it like an alliance. Like, it was very, but like, and again, I'm not, she she wasn't perfect by any means. Like, and there were no. parts of it that's, that's like, oh, this is like, this needs to be checked too. But, uh, the my problem was the family was never checked like literally ever <laughs> and like Cedric was the only one who like provided some sort of insight and in being like hey. like he didn't really he I think he did kind of he said sorry I never meant to replace you he was like he saw the hurt in Roscoe and and spoke to it nobody else did his cousin did yeah. his other cousin didn't his sister didn't his brother didn't his mom didn't even do it honestly and his mom was like. She was like somewhat saying it to the dad, but she never, she didn't stand up to the dad really. Well, she got like, hit not in, in the a head, real way. But she got hit in the head though, Bray. The mom got Bro, hit. And, and, and so, for so them to act could... like that was his fault, I'm like, why are they blaming him? <laughs> well, accidents got, do happen. He got, too, he got too into it, you know? He got too into it. That, like he always does. That made like no he, sense. Like... If he wasn't into, if he wasn't that into it, but still hit a foul ball and it hit her in the head, that, that would that have been his fault still? Not the, not the same. Nope. Right, not the same. Nope. Ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. It was like, you got too into it. You shouldn't have tried to hit that pitch. That's what the yeah. too into it was? Ridiculous. And again, fine, that's comedy. But I then I need the moment at the end, especially if you're going to do this whole dramatic, end, you know, where the, where, the, where the son's like, yeah, call that woman a bit. Like, I was like, what? Like, <laughs> like this is horrible. <laughs> I, You're being so like mean to this person who was sticking up for you for pretty much the whole time for a family who's making fun of you pretty much the whole time and never yeah. apologized for any of the things that they were doing. <laughs> this is another, I think we've said on this podcast before, but there has been a thing in some of these movies with blackmail leads where it's like, in order to big up like the black dude, they like, there's always like some disrespect that happens to like the lead black woman. And something about this bothered me in a way where I just, 
don't get it. And it changed the whole movie for me. It's like I genuinely stopped yeah, I didn't liking like it, it at all. Uh, yeah, the end was really, really weird and off-putting. It was really off-putting, especially because he comes and it's like they don't. There's no catharsis. He comes down, and the the moment between him and James Earl Jones is too short and brief. He doesn't mm-hmm. really apologize, and then it's like kind of like, oh, it was all Roscoe's fault, and like now he's better, and like now he's there because he's accepting his family again. Except for the fact that the reason he left was because his family didn't accept him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they never contend with that fact. I, I just I I don't know. I was like, this could have gone a little bit fur- further into that. And I wish I wish that some of those things, it wasn't just like, yeah, but they're your family. So you don't forget where you came from. It's like, no, how about everybody learns, you know, <laughs> like not just uh, the person. And you know left. what? Yeah. This is my biggest thing. OK, is that they had a chance to put the swirl in this movie. OK. They well, set it up it? the whole movie. No, 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 Jane. No, no, Bray. It's like we see them right. We see, we see her dress. First off, super insensitive as an indigenous person. And he was a cowboy. Right. But we don't see them actually like canoodling. You know what I'm right. saying? I didn't get to canoodle. see. Do we ever see them even hug? No, no. At the beginning when he introduces her. We see making them. Out. Yeah, we, we see them. They making, do make yeah. out at the beginning. They make. Yeah. I'm just saying. What you her leg did, is all up on the. <laughs> on I'm just the saying what you could have did. What you could have did is you could have, you could have, because they kept saying you had the joke of the walls being real thin. You could have had when like Joy was like, nah, you ain't getting nothing no more. Right. You could have had, you could have went yeah. back up to the room and then you could have heard like, ride him, cowboy. You know what I'm saying? You could have heard, you could have heard a little, little noise, you know what I'm saying? To let you know what was happening without what was happening. Know why shouting. Yeah. Because I'm just saying, because yeah. you could have been like, yeehaw. The room's cause, cause like the shaking a little bit. Yeah, right. Stuff the wall falling thin. off the, yeah. yeah. The wall is thin. Yeah. So then when he would have seen, when he's seeing him the next day, it makes more sense for him to be super confident when he sees Joy. Like, you know, you heard, you heard me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they could have did. They didn't do that, but. No. They could they could have did that. They, okay. they could have did that, you know. I You're right. I think you're right, Gerard. I For, for me, Thank for you. me, while I was watching it, I was like, man, like, because I feel like, because I was enjoying it, you know, but I felt like it could have gotten deeper. Like, they could have gone into this, like, yeah. just a little mm-hmm. bit, like, deeper. And I feel right. like in order for Roscoe to really learn his lesson, like, it would have been better if, like, you know that moment when he first sees the the Golden Retriever and he's like, and he's like, I ain't oh, scared right. of you. You know, and he's on the oh, phone yeah, yeah. and the Golden Retriever jumps on him, jumps on him, and then the camera sw- swings around and suddenly... We suddenly we're looking at the POV from the golden retriever, and the golden retriever is looking up at Martin Lawrence, and we uh-huh. but we hear Martin Lawrence's voice, but his mouth's not moving. We're like, what's going on? Oh snap! Oh snap! He's inside the golden retriever. You know, he's Wait, inside. What? He's inside what? the golden retriever now. You know, and the golden you, retri- you know, and so now through inside being through being him? inside the golden retriever, you know, like he learns. Goodness. He learns like no, soul? no. He's like no. Like his, it's 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 his it's his consciousness is inside the golden retriever, and the golden retriever's oh, consciousness like the is actually pigeon inside. And and then, and so then he's. Well, I don't know what these other movies, but but like this and for this one, you know. Like and Masters so then he the learns more about himself, you know. So and you're, and then you're there's saying a new title he becomes card. a dog. What's that? You're saying he becomes a dog, and for most of the movie, Roscoe Jenkins is a dog that we follow. So it's not most of the movie. It's a good chunk of the movie. And that that one's okay, titled Welcome I, I, Home, Rover Jenkins. Semantics, okay, and I don't Rover like it. Jenkins. I don't and like then, it. And then after is. that, 
What is that? But then Bray. he learns he learns a lesson. Bray. But oh then, my god. But then Bye. A, a, a bird it's flies James. in the car. And the bird, the bird hits the dog. Bird. Then it's, it's welcome home, Ross Crow James. And he's and he's a crow. It's welcome home, Ross Crow Jenkins. Okay. Oh my god! And so now he's and then he's learning Jake a lesson. Bray, from, what from, are you doing? Well, Matt. I mean, he got me back with the Ross Crow Jenkins. <laughs> Shut up! No, man. <laughs> it's from the experience. No, no, now, now, it's time for the calls. I, I, I hated the, the dog stuff, but yeah. no, right. no, no. no. That's what right, I'm saying okay. it wasn't the whole movie that he was a dog. Bray, do your job, Bray. Okay, okay well, it's time for the cause. We're review Thank films, not based goodness. on how much we like them, whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If it fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. Someone helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we feel like it didn't help the cause at all, we decided to not give it anything. Okay? On the count of three, we'll lift up our ratings for uh, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All what? right. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Two okay. palms and a fist. Braylock gave it a fist. What's up, Bray? Well, I gave it a fist because as much as I didn't love the movie and it didn't do super well at the box office, it did have a bunch of black actors in it, including it Mike did. Epps and Monique, who both pop. Now, I guess this was after Precious, but whatever. I, I don't know. It, it gave everybody, <laughs> it gave people opportunities. You know, it, you got, you got, you got kid black actors in it. I don't know. There's just too many black actors getting chances. Nope. Precious was 2009. There you go. Okay. All right. This well, is okay. why she all was right. in Precious because of this. I think that is safe to say. This she is did this movie and then they were like, you know what? I think that's Do not Precious. safe to say, but you know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> the, 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 the reasoning for why I gave this film a black fist stands. There are a lot of black people in it. And yes, Martin Lawrence was already a star, and so was Cedric the Entertainer, but it's still, you know, it just it just gave ever it just gave a bunch of people a platform. And people were like, Yeah, we'll take some more of these. Yeah. I thought yeah. about I thought about giving it a, a fist, but I think, you know, I, I, there's, there's only sometimes I go down this road. It didn't make too much money, you know, and I'm remembering that. I, you know, that feeling of like, oh, I didn't, I didn't really want to see it when it came out. I do think that it is better than it looked. I don't know what the advertisements were like, but it's, it is a better movie than how it seemed like it was, it was advertised. Um, so there is that, but, and then I just think because of some of the, some of the stuff that we're talking about in terms of the, the storytelling, I think it's a little problematic in a way that like, even though I didn't like those things, it's kind of like, oh, is it? Is it, do we not want this at all? You know, do I not want this kind of representation? So that's where that came from. But yes, more power to all the, you know, Joy Bryant, you know, everybody that's in it. More power to them. Malcolm yeah, D. I Lee, it, great, great guy. <laughs> I agree with James. I'm like, the only reason I didn't give it a, a fist is because of it, it, because of how they treated Joy Bryant's character. Like, I just can't, like, it was like, I think Bray's right. I think James is right. I just, after talking about it out loud on this podcast, I'm like, nah, man, I can't fuck with that. Um, so I gave it a palm, but, um, yeah, man, it was good to watch. Other than that, I guess, you know, fun black movie, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. We have links to merchandise via T Public. We got t-shirts, pillows, phone cases, stickers, anything you want. Well, not anything, but most things. 
we got them there for you. We also have a defunct Patreon. What does that mean? It means there's no new episodes on it anymore, but there's a year's worth of episodes on it. So if you donate $5 a month, you get to listen to those uh, and support us and then unsubscribe whenever you'd like. Also, if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We will review. We will read your review on the air. This says, I love you all, but I listen because of Braylock's transitions Ugh. and James III's shack. The black stuff is also a draw, I guess. The main draw. The black stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> That's the whole podcast. Mostly the transitions. Wow. The black stuff, too. Oh, man. Uh, Amazing. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Bonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever Dog! What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!